Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is The B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio today, uh, live, bright, and sunny with my co-host, as always, for The B Show, Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? Well, I am live. Only one of those words describes We are me. recorded live. This this uh, recording was previously recorded live ahead of time. <laughs> We've used stock audio Please do footage. Not, do not call the 800 film. number on your screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to love that back in the day, like when they would have live wrestling, and they would put on like call the eight hundred number now, God, more like, like WCW dollars per minute. Yeah, yeah. But there was times where it was like call in to vote for stuff, and then like no, it was recorded ahead of time. Sorry. Oh, my God. damn that East Coast. And yeah, now they have Twitter. But Remember when Raws used to, you know, have like Tuesday? Ha- no, just like have hashtag battles to decide matches. Mm-hmm. Like, is it going to be a tables match? Is it going to be a no DQ match? Or is it going to be um, a, a tables match? But do you remember Taboo Tuesday? Yeah, of course. I voted we're, the hell out of that. Even though I couldn't, like, I could never watch pay-per-views outside of WrestleMania, the big fours. Like, I don't care. I'm still going to vote for it. Like, I voted for Benoit for the, you know, for the number one contendership of the title, even though Shawn Michaels won. Of course. But then it was, Edge was going to interfere anyway. That's how you circumvent the whole booking of the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think... What was it like? You got to you had to vote for the D, the Divas Talent Match between Christy Hemi and the other girl. Okay, I was a big, I was a fan of the other girl, but now like the older I get, oh like, yeah, you were a big fan of the other girl. Yeah, no, that's what like, that's my go point. other girl. I forgot her name, but I thought she yeah, big fan of her. I, again, this was like me at like fifth yeah fifth grade. Okay, like kind of again, I was just like kind of into anything at that pro like, at the oh, anything. At that time, yeah, like, yeah, WWE you know, just wise, a, just a mark, as you may say, big time mark. I don't know why. I mean, I know why I was into the diva talent search. You're a mark, Michael. Yeah, but uh, what was I talking about again? How was your day today? Oh, uh, so far, all right? Yeah, got a, got tea instead of coffee That's because good. I don't want to get a kidney stone. I don't know. My back felt weird after like drinking a cup of coffee, and I'm like, well, that's not good. Well, you probably just pulled it or something. Mm. By mistake, I don't take any precautionary measures. Tea's good though. Mm. I'm beginning to, I'm taking a liking to it. Not a big tea drinker. Yeah, I just like the I just like a flavored warm thing going into down to my body. You know, the, the, you know, the, the, without any like super complex like chemicals or caffeine. It's just like this is just flavored water that's I, warm. I like my milk um, infused with air. I, at a hot temperature. Like not even milk. My body, I mean... No, that's what I'm saying for yeah. me. Yeah? Uh, because I drank cappuccino. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that when we were at that, we were at that coffee place. What's that place called again? Let's give him a shout out. Might as well. Uh, it's the ye- it, it, it's a yellow building right across the street from your... Whatever. Yeah. Um, that, that, place, place, that place is pretty that good. That place is pretty good. That guy... Bella. Bello. Bello or Bella. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. I saw a guy literally just get an application handed to him, so good on that guy. I used to love that place because there used to be really hot girls I would flirt with every day there. Um, I mean, is it flirt or, like, or they're just no, like they would, real work, they would work there. I mean, yeah. like it was it was like friendly flirting, like not like hey, but it was like hey, how are you? Because like, that's you know, hey, like that's kind of like a you know, I they it, want it, tips. Pretty much, you, you got to know, like 
you know, once like a worker or like a, a waiter, waitress, or like a barista is like super friendly, you, you got to know that they're just doing that for the tips, right? Wow. Wow, Michael. You're, so you're saying everyone is just in it for the money. No one's in it for just the, just the friendship. I mean, why are they there? For friendship. Okay. And experiences and to <coughs> grow and to say, yes, I did work at that coffee Sorry, place man. I'm you. a wrestling fan. I always look at the glass half empty. You're like, it's a work. It's always it's a work. Always, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a always work. work. They, gotta main, they maintain that persona just to, you know, it's all about the money. But what's not a work? It's SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Where I thought you were going to say wrestling. I'm like, it is 1,000% of work. <laughs> no, SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio, where you could find this show and all of our other fine shows that we produce here in the Diamond Studio and the and, KCSF Studio. And your occasional specials, your prediction addictions, your G1 specials. Yeah, all, all of our stuff all of our that shows. we care about. Mm-hmm. And maybe some other stuff that, you know, that's just going around in our heads that we don't want to advertise on these very shows. Yeah, but if you don't want to go to soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio, you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, Castbox, and Google. And Google if you don't want to go to any of those places, you can go to hell. Yeah. Or just hit up hit us up on social media at Twitter, thing. Facebook, Instagram, at CWR four one five. Let us know what you think about wrestling. We just want to hear from you. We want if you want to talk about Ricky Roberts this week on SmackDown. If you want to talk about Ricky Roberts was in SmackDown. Wasn't that the guy on, no, it was oh, on Raw. Raw? If you want to talk about Ricky Roberts on Raw, if you want to just talk about Ricky Roberts in general, yeah, just in general. Um, like if you I'm grew up with him, like during high school. Like what was he like during high school, and what led him to this star-making moment? Does he really not know how to play the guitar? I'm just saying. But guys, that's just a, a burning question. That but I'm keeps doing me pretty awake good. Yeah? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking, Michael. Uh, yeah, like, I, I was I, totally I planning on asking. Yeah. Nobody ever does, and I want to start. I want to start making guys ask me that because I I, I need to feel special, and I, need I mean to you're like, the host. <clears throat> that's like the most special thing out there. That's true. I uh, I got up early. I watched some wrestling, and I also watched some. Uh, you imagine show. waking up at nine a.m. and what? And I also watched. This, I started getting into this show on Netflix called The Crown. Have you heard of this? Um, I mean, I, it's like it's an original Netflix show. So every time you open up Netflix, it's the first yeah. thing you see when it's once it premieres or something. Queen Elizabeth's rise to power. Yeah, Claire and Foy. I know who the lady who the lady who plays the queen. You know her? I don't know her, but it, like I I know who she is. Oh. You know, I know who plays her husband. It's Doctor. It's who. Doctor Who. Yeah, it's Matt. Yeah. Matt Smith. Yes, and there's just there's points where like he he's like he's playing, like, he's playing with his kids in like a tuxedo, and I'm just like it's Doctor. It's like a catcher's mitt with eyes. Oh come on, he's adorable. I mean, again, like you could be a catcher's mitt with catcher's mitt with eyes and have like all the charisma in the world and still be a, hey somebody with a full of some a catcher's mitt with eyes with a thousand percent charisma is still a catcher's mitt with eyes. Okay, okay, yeah, that's true. I must say but, he worked a bit lighter in his NXT days. Oh come on, Matt Smith is going to tweet at me. Yeah, and come then, on, don't you're getting the heat now. Okay, yeah. you know what. We'll talk more. We'll, we'll talk. I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit about the new show. Yeah, we're but, really just putting over the new show, not the B show. Yeah, let's, hey, whatever. Like, it's he, the B dangling show. fruit. We gotta, we gotta promote the next week. Have our yeah. audiences wanting for more tomorrow or today, whatever day you're listening to this. With whatever day Thursday. you feel like uploading the thing. Oh, I upload this shortly after you leave, Michael, mm-hmm. and then uh, no, I get home, and then it's Friday there. morning the new show goes up mm-hmm. around nine a.m. when I'm just sitting around drinking cappuccinos and. Not smoking weed. Oh yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, 
Um, uh, BTE is drug free. But guys, anyways, this is the B show, and B that show. means we cover two hundred five live and. NXT and all the what yeah, we'll twos and, and whatnots. We'll, we'll do a little. Uh, we'll think about going through the card of uh, Takeover. So. Yeah. Do you so have a hat filled with all the names of the no, NXT performers? No, no, my no, force not pick. Today. That's what I was gonna <laughs> ask you, but then I was like, man, do I really want to ask him? But yes, two hundred five live, uh, dated August fourteenth, two thousand eighteen, which was a couple of days ago. But we'll talk about it regardless. Drake Maverick opens the show, listing Leo Rush. Listing that he, Leo Rush will face Akira Tozawa, and Cedric Alexander faces Jack Gallagher. Leo Rush will face Akira Tozawa. With Galla- and uh, Cedric Alexander will face Jack Gallagher with Gallagher's friend banned from ringside. His friends consisting of Brian, the Brian Kendrick and number one contender Drew Gulak. Boo. For the Cruiserweight title mm-hmm. on the SummerSlam pre-show extravaganza, mm-hmm. which is two hours, by the way. Leo Rush. Oh, yep. Yeah, 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, so uh, get ready for that. If you haven't heard our prediction addiction, go and check it out. You know, we went through the entire card. Is the Wrestling Watch Club still a thing? It is. It is, but uh, we're not hosting a party this this um, pay per view. Are they going to show it at Keysar? No, we can't. Uh, we yeah. No, let's okay. move on. The wound is the wound is still open. That was my job, and uh, unfortunately, all the um, all the places, all the venues that wanted to that I were we were interested in. Um, the only places that would show it for free, because you know the thing is, we want to do is we want to bring people mm, yeah. to the to the venue, and then they show wrestling in return. They make money off of the drinks, uh, but every place we want to, yeah, they just happen. they wanted it just payment. didn't happen. They wanted so, payment, so we didn't have yeah. Payment. yeah. Leo Rush enters the stage so, with a mic on hand, I'm trying to give people behind the behind, behind the, curtain. the curtain. Yeah, yeah, like Randy, I want people to see me like Randy Orton behind the curtain, just staring at <laughs> just that a new writer. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Leo Rush enters the stage with a mic on hand, calls the un- collect. Yes, he does. Yes, yes, yes. That's the theme song. Th- the theme song would say, mm-hmm. uh, "Twisting my tongue." He calls the audience lucky, and they're still stuck. That they're still and that they're still stuck living in a garbage of a city and an embarrassment of a state. Oh uh, yeah, that morning. It's, uh, it's quite the quite the insult. Yeah, that morning on um, before two hundred five live on Tuesday morning, he did a Facebook li- or Instagram live video. <clears throat> And I just know this because I was like randomly just waking up and I was like using the bathroom and I saw my phone. It did that. So I like went to it and he's just sitting there eating a bowl of cereal, just like trash and green. I think it's the New Day cereal because I can't think of any other cereal that's, I like, that's I mean, around the WWE locker He's just like room. no shirt, like in his hotel room, like, oh, you don't even know, you know, his Christopher Walken voice. Man, he's in like, he's at a hotel and like of all the things he chooses to eat in a hotel, like room service, he chooses cereal. I guess, I mean, it's for health reasons. Maybe probably, he's, it might be like one of those, like uh, those flaxseed cereals. Or like, you know, meal like prep. Like he knows that he's going to eat this. For breakfast, I don't know. I never, I never had a planned diet in my entire it life. It sucks, so. man. I'm st- I'm trying to do that now. It really does suck. But yeah, regardless, Leo Rush uh, insults the hometown, and Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh huh. But then he said, "But they should be lucky to see Leo do what he does best, and that's to collect." Excuse me. I He's it. not happy about this match either. Oh yeah, no, I got some a lot of stuff in my chest. That's for the delay. No, no, I, I mean, I know. Leo Rush wasn't happy about the match. Oh yeah, you're fine. I, I think you were pretty happy about this match. Eh, I was okay about it. He says Tozawa is facing the best and calls himself Leo Five Live, and that Tozawa will feel the rush. Kira Tozawa makes his I entrance. If we'll ever that. get Leo Five Live versus NX Three? That guy has like a million freaking nicknames. He has Leo Five Live, uh, Leo Rush. Yeah, yes. Or like he has okay, I'm not gonna say five nicknames, but he has like 
he just keeps he keeps on adding to his repertoire of na- his just names associated with him and the yeah 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 a ton of catchphrases is my point. Kira Tozawa versus Leo Rush. Tozawa starts with a series of strikes as Rush, Rush dodges them. Hurricane Rana from Tozawa as Rush heads to the floor. And Zaguri to Rush to the outside again. Rush walks to the back, but Tozawa prevents him from escaping. Rush hits Tozawa as they both enter the ring. Rush misses the baseball slide. Tozawa with a missile drop kick. Rush holds Tozawa's legs as he heads to the top rope. Rush pushes Tozawa into the post near for the near fall. Near pinfall, penalty kick, and a senton from Tozawa, but Rush gets his knees up. Suicide dive from Tozawa, octopus stretch from Tozawa. That's pretty nice. Yeah, he was just transitioning from those submissions. It kind of reminds me of Zack Sabre Jr. in a way. Oh, yeah, no, just one-to-one. You look at Zack Sabre Jr., you look at Akira Tozawa. I mean, he could Like, which one's which? Uh, Attempted superplex by Tozawa, but is knocked off the top rope, which leads to a frog splash from Leo Rush for the pin and for the win. hour. Like I was taking notes on this match, but I lightweight. I kind of zoned out. <laughs> no, it's fine. Those, that's, so that's, it was that was, those were good notes, Michael. Don't yeah. worry. I know. I know. It's just we, people want to watch the show and then listen to us talk about. But them. then that's just my. That was just my general opinion of the match. It was a match. Yeah, it was. Like Leo Rush, he's you know. It was a little mini program they've been having for the past couple of weeks on Two Five Live, and it was the blow off match, I believe, for that pro, uh, for that program. So I think Leo Rush will probably go on to something else next. Um, I just don't, you know. I'll say it's. I'm just saying in in a broader spectrum of the show in general. Like I'm not, I'm not asking myself what's next for Akira Tozawa, you know. No, no. no, Unfortunately, I like the or like how you like rehab him because like you know what like what's the point? He's in my general feeling, like the show in general. Like he's in two hundred five live. Like pretty much anything can happen. He's like the mid card of 205 Live. Yeah, which lower mid card of 205 Live, unfortunately. Which is a fate which former, is a pun- which is a punishment worse than death in my opinion. Former cruiserweight champion too, unfortunately. I mean, so was Rich Swan. There was a lot of like well, there was a lot of cruiserweight champions. Don't bring up Rich Swan, okay. There was Rich Swan, there was Enzo Amore, there was Rich uh, Swan hurt me. TJP. Yeah, we can list we can list, we can go on. Up next was Drew Gulak video package. He has a motto, safe and sound, feet on the ground. He calls Cedric complacent and entitled. He considers himself himself the most dangerous submission specialist in the WWE, and that he considers himself a good example for years to come. I thought this was a pretty good video package, as far as you know, you can show Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I don't really think he's going to win, and. There's and a chance he could win. If he wins, I believe it's. There's a lot more to work from. Work from with Drew, a Drew Gulak title. I just, I I just wonder, don't think. He's I wonder win. if WWE is going to play. The writers are going to play into that whole thing with Cedric Alexander and the tweets with him and Ty Dillinger. If they're going to look at that and say, you know what, we're not going to. I think they're just screwing around. We're not going to reprimand you, but we are going to take that title away from you for right now, and not reprimand you in a sense where we're going to. We're not going to suspend you. We're not gonna, you know, take a paycheck away, but we are gonna take that title away for, from right now. That's just I, I've had that thought for a couple of weeks now. It, like, what if it ha- that? I that don't think. Case. I really. I think. I just don't. I think tweets like that when when we got out of that and they were like they were super apologetic about it. I I feel like this is like this is the first time like anybody has brought that up like ever since that word got out because I completely forgot about it. They're super. They were they super they super apologized like it's what's done is that's done. That's the problem with America, Michael, is that people forget and move on to the next. Oh my god, dude, no, dude! Okay. I don't think Cedric Alexander's dropping the title because of that. No, I know. I just it's it's a random thought that's been swirling around in my head for the past couple weeks. Anyways, next, what happened? Uh, recap of Mustafa Ali and Hideo Tatami, where Mustafa Ali collapsed. 
Drake Maverick updates us telling he was exhausted or that Mustafa Ali was just exhausted and made a precautionary measure and said Ali will not be able to compete in a 205 Live ring until Maverick says he can. (coughs) Exhausted. You know, like it's people burn out, you know, and to a point where that's an actual like (laughs) there's more to that, dude. There's that's an actual legit like. You know, medical disorder—not a disorder, but then like, yeah. But exhaustion is like one of those things. Like, if you were somebody in a marathon and you really pushed yourself to the limit, and, you and that's were, kind of the thing. That's what's going on with Mustafa Ali, right, right, right. But then it's like, it's usually done with him. Like, you you go home, you drink a lot of water, you get some rest. Yeah, but then he wants. Remember, kayfabe wise, he, this guy had to actually go to the hospital. I know. I think he was just there visiting a friend, and he was like, "Oh, sh- okay, I let's can, go do this real quick." But then, like, I can see because wasn't the picture of him like in a gown and like jeans? Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was really funny because you don't wear jeans and a gown together. I mean, it was an emerge. Okay, whatever. It's no, yeah. that's personally that's just what I. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can. I kind of like where this is going. This whole storyline of like Drake Maverick is not letting Mustafa Ali do what he loves, and that's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that I can see that potentially like being a good. A good, they can. I can see Mustafa Ali and Drake Maverick like clashing in between each other for that, but it's not necessarily a heel heel thing. It's more like just two people at conflict with each other. I'm and looking I, up I, for you. I can see like I can see sophistication at in this storyline yeah. that I don't really say much at all about anything involving WWE except for maybe NXT. But um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to see where they go with that. Anyway. Uh, Hideo Tommy enters the ring, and we get a selfie promo where he says he ended Mustafa Ali and the heart of 205 Live. We get he, he, what do you say that he stopped the heart. he stopped the heart he stopped the heart of 205 Live. Yeah, it's kind of cool to say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we also get a match between Hideo Tommy versus one Trent Newman. Falcon Arrow from Atami goes for the pin, but cancels it to beat up Newman some more. Two basement drop kicks from Atami, which knocks out Newman, and Atami claims the victory. And post match, Tommy beats Newman some more and yells out, "Respect me." And that was but pretty the, much it. The, I think the biggest point of this match was him going for the pin, and he would keep picking Newman up from the pin. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. did you say that? I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't hear yeah. that. Um, but yeah, that that was pretty pretty brutal. Yeah. Trying to show his dominance, respect him. He, I don't know, he's cool. I like a day with Tommy. He's I've been, always uh, he's been in that company for four years now. Yeah, that's crazy. That might as well be an eternity. So much has happened in four you, years. You got to look at things like. People like The Big Show and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. These guys all had like well-paying jobs for a long time. Are you saying Hacksaw, Hacksaw Jim Duggan is a part of the active roster? No. But then but his I'm saying longevity they, of his career? The longevity of his career through WWE, and he never really got... I mean, he, I think he won the Intercontinental title. I don't remember. Anyway. Neither do I. That's Cedric Alexander, video package of him training, lifting weights, doing moonsaults on dummies, which I thought was pretty funny. Like, how can you train for that? Like, I guess just, you know, in terms of precision and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he said things. I don't really remember. It was a face promo. Uh, backstage, we get Drake Maverick talking to Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese about them unfairly winning against Lucha oh. House Party and plugs a tornado tag team against each other next week. Yee-haw! We got ourselves a tornado tag match next week. You're probably easily the most excited person over a loot. That's the most excited I ever hear somebody that, about that, a two hundred five live match. That, that was forever. that was rumor roundup, Randy. Oh, uh, he does the rumor roundups. He really likes tornado tag can, matches. Can you tell him? Can you tell him to leave the room then? He's okay, but next week he's gonna just he'll be back for the news show for rumor roundup. But okay, um, 
Yeah, but then he likes tornado is the B show. So. I know he like, likes tornado tag matches. What can I say? Yeah, but then like he was he can't be just yelling out like words as we're doing a podcast. Like this is we gotta it's, we gotta set it, some ground rules. Here. Rumor like rumor I know rant. it's the Diamond Studio and everything, but you know we got we got we got a serious show. Anyways, hey, uh, can you close the door, Randy? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Anyways, yeah. Uh, what yeah, happened? Make next? sure that doesn't happen again, Corey. Backstage, we get Drake Maverick. I can't promise anything. Yeah. Backstage, we get Drake Maverick talking. Oh wait, no, I just said that. Noam Dar faces TJP next week for the rubber match. I'm just, uh, I'm just looking out for a rumor roundup, Randy. Okay, no, he okay. he just likes okay those tag matches that involve four people. In okay. I can't say it all together. I'll still run in. Okay, so we got our main event because this is uh, an hour long show. So it was like fifty three minutes. Like they were, seems like they were kind of like their hour long shows. Hour long WWE shows are always really good. Yep, two hundred five live NXT. Usually the B show is always a really good show. It's always my best show to be on because it's I think the best wrestling that WWE produces every week. Yeah. Anyways, main event time. Main event: Cedric Alexander versus Jack Gallagher with Brian Kendrick and Drew Gulak banned from ringside. Banned from ringside. Gallagher plays possum to Alexander. Backslide pin attempt from Alexander. Cradle from Gallagher. Quick pin attempts just throughout that whole entire sequence. Gallagher headstands on the top ring corner turnbuckle. Alexander attempts a plancha, but Gallagher, Gallagher, I'm can't, I don't get, I'm not, I'm still not used to that. Gallagher, Gallagher, Gallagher. The G being silent. No, and it's cool. My same here. My grandmother's maiden name was Gallagher. So yeah, uh, but Gallagher hides under the ring and comes out from the other side oh, and hits Alexander. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it was creative. Series of stomps to the head from Gallagher. Series of creative rest holds. Uh, three amigos spot from Alexander, but Gallagher slips out of the third suplex with an elbow. Alexander hits the neuralizer for the two count. Cross body from Alexander. Cross face from Gallagher with a monkey grip. Guillotine from Gallagher after Alexander attempted a lumbar check but converts it into a falcon arrow. Second one of the night. Gentleman drop kick from Gallagher to the corner for a near pinfall. Spanish fly out of nowhere from Alexander for the pin and for the win. Post-match beatdown from the B- from the Brian Kendrick afterwards, but Alexander fends off Kendrick with a lumbar check, but gets a gulak from Gulak because, of course, he will. I thought this was a pretty good match. I thought... Better move than a skull end, but yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but um, I thought the story of Gallagher just giving a bunch of rest holds to, like, or creative rest holds, like ZSJ level rest holds. Yeah, yeah. Um, to, to Alexander is working towards the match that he's going to have against Gulak, who's also a submission specialist. Yeah, I think the commentary made it a point that, like, hey, like the way Gallagher is wrestling, he probably he's probably talking to Gulak. Gulak would be really good in New Japan too, if you think about it. Oh, there's a lot of people who'd be pretty good. I in New know, Japan, but I bring it up all the time. But uh, I just I always just just so we can sit there and think about it and go. Ah. Yes, but yeah, Gulak stands tall uh, in front of a downed Alexander, so. Judging from reverse momentum WWE booking, I feel like my prediction is going to be right in that Alexander oh, yeah, is going to win. I picked, I picked Gulak. Gulak, I, I did. Yeah. I think you picked Alexander. I picked Alexander because that's how reverse momentum But let's, works. you know, guys, if you want to hear about all our picks, go to listen to our prediction addiction on soundcloud.com slash Radio. Yep. Yeah. But that was 205 Live. I was 205 Live. I'm. What did you think of the show overall? Um, You know, it was... Uh, as much as I complain about it, I didn't feel like I wasted my time with it. Like it yeah. was, I it was quality wrestling and, and for an hour long, and uh, that I got what I wanted out of it. Just fast dudes being fast, while seeing cr- more creative spots you normally wouldn't see in the SmackDown and Raw shows. 
Mm-hmm. It's, I'm getting entertainment unlike anything else. It knocked my socks off. I felt like that main event didn't really kick in. Like it really never went into like third gear. I mean, you know, if you when you have when you take notes on it, like you really do see the nuances of how they build it, build up to it. You know, exactly. So, so we're starting to see through it. We're starting mm-hmm. to th- see through the BS that they produce. Yeah, that was good. I liked it. It was it was two five live. Um, but yeah, would you go out of your way to no? <laughs> no, you know, as much as I like to say, like how positive no. I am. Uh if you I mean if you want, like I I guess if you want, I don't care, dude. Do what you want. <clears throat> Anyways, from two oh five live. I'm just super indifferent about it, you know. How so? Because these guys God bless these guys. He's working really hard. Drake Maverick, God bless his soul. This guy thinks he's running the greatest show on earth, or he feels like this is like, and you know, he should, and he really should. He should act like this is the place to be, but, and given the material he is, and he's actually like a, a very serious GM, like some might say like the best authority figure in wrestling today, and because he gives like very valid reasons of what he does, why he does things, and you know. You know, I was the, thinking, the, what, yeah. um, just to uh, have like a best GM award um, for Survivor Series, have a tournament, like where it's a Survivor Series tournament two teams versus two teams and then those teams the winner of those two face each other so like, like a bracket yeah but so you have like smackdown versus nxt 205 live versus raw then the winners face each other after or that just make it like a war games oh yeah or like each but then the sorry same. i'm just like fantasy booking war games that's all because yeah Anyways. no it makes sense um yeah 205 live that was yeah 205 live now 205 live let's move on to nxt nxt this week August fifteenth, two thousand eighteen, live from Full Sail Arena, kicked off with a with a match, a tag team match, the Street Profits versus the Mighty Nick Miller and Montez Ford kick off the match. Uh, Street Profits take control early, but eventually the Mighty gained the upper hand on Angelo Dawkins. Um, hot tag to Montez Ford. He did a cool little front forward flip. Uh, Montez Ford did a lot of cool things throughout this entire match. Like not even like not even like. When the like bef- even before the match happened, just the way it just, I see superstar potential in Montez Ford. Like I, the dude it, looks like a million bucks. The way he the way he like dances, the way he moves in and out of the ring. I could see, like I said before, I could see him being like an AJ Styles level one day. I think he's gonna learn a lot in WWE, but you know, hopefully he'll take some time, go back to the Indies, and then you know, do some Ring of Honor New Japan or something like that. And or you could just stay in a WWE and see and just what, make a bunch of money. Yeah, you know, come up and beat Braun Strowman. I think he can be better than Ricochet one day. Montez Montez Ford is the very beginning of his career. Let's not get too hasty here. I'm just saying, man. uh, Ricochet is great, but I'm. What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say about Mr. Ricochet? He's just boring. Oh my God! Move on. Go go. No, his promo skills are boring. Dude, if you thought his promo skills are bad now, you should check out what he was like, like in the indies. Like they give this guy, or he like Ricochet, like when he would talk, hey, what's up, like bro? during an ROH or like in PWG, when he would give, he'd be give, he'd be given the mic. He would just, he's like a step below me. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Don't don't put yourself down like that, Mike. Oh, whatever. You do a good job doing your reviews for 205 Live every week. Don't patronize me, man. Anyways, uh, the match went on. Uh, eventually, Nick Miller rolled up Montez Ford, grabbed his tights, but Montez Ford ro- um, reversed into his own roll-up, grabbing the tights of Nick Miller. Pin. He gets the pin on Nick Miller. Street Profits win. 
the cameraman has to hand Street Profits their cup. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Because the cameraman was like, what, what, what well, do you want me to do? And you what, see the cameraman's hand. Okay, this thing's really heavy, though. This camera's really yeah, heavy. Yeah, I'm going to drop it. Uh, um, Triple H going to yell at me. And then you got Montez Ford grabbing a guy. It was either it was either Angelo Dawkins or Montez Ford, where they just grabbed a dude's hat, like a random dude's hat. They put they put on his hat, and they just like played his played the top of that dude's head mm-hmm. like a... Like a bongo? A, not a bongo, not Kenny Omega, Tomohiro Ishii, but like a record player, okay. you know, like a like a DJ. DJ. Uh, I thought it was a pretty slow match, though. I uh, didn't really think much of it. It um, kind of reminded me of the match on the Leo Rush versus the Kira Tozawa match. They're just kind of finishing off a a feud, a little storyline that they had. And they're 1-1, so... Are they now? One, one? So. No, I thought they were... Was that the rubber match they just had? This, is, this isn't the rubber oh, this match. Is, God, no, they're going to have one more then. <coughs> next, probably it'll probably be out right before NXT or before takeover this next week. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to friggin' t- uh, NXT. At next least week. at least next week year when you review NXT, you can know about things ahead of time. Like you can be like, what really happened, and re- you know, I don't know. You could look into things more extensively. I don't that's... do an extensive breakdown, but like at this, like at 32 seconds, suplex. I don't know. What else happened? Anyways, you? next up we have Undisputed Era cutting their uh, what I call a schoolyard promo um, because they were just being cool and jockey and on the their little metal heavy metal playground. It's like a like a uh, like a boys' bathroom like gossip gossip like they really segment. are the Cobra Kai of NXT. Oh, here I'll take that. It's a burnt paper clip. It's not burnt. It's not burnt. What it, is that? It's like uh, I found a paper clip with a with black stuff, with like r- residue from uh, uh, smoking. Okay, all right. When you clean your yep. water pipes, your tobacco yeah, yeah, water yeah. pipes. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, um, undisputed era schoolyard promo. They can't believe NXT is putting Mustache Mountain through this again. Wait, uh, we'll recap it. Re- like go, go go through your notes again. Just go. They can't believe dun, 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 they can't dun, believe dun, NXT dun, dun, is putting Mustache dun, Mountain through dun, this again. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, well, easily one of my favorite parts of any uh, undisputed era uh, vignette. Did you see it's just there? It's they what they say they make these promos as, as the song is playing. It's like, did you see the uh, when they were driving? It's like away? the rock. It's like the Team Rocket theme. What do you see when they were driving away in the Alistair Black video? Yeah, they're just shooing away. Yeah, but the they're car. actually playing. Their undisputed era. Oh my on, god! On, I didn't notice the, that in the car stereo. What dickheads! Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, so they just went on, uh, kind of bragging about how good they are. They're very confident, no matter who they have to face after Mustache Mountain, um, dun, dun, whether it's the dun, War Raiders dun, or Mustache dun, Mountain. Dun, they feel dun, very confident. Dun, about it. Adam Cole dun, goes on about dun, Brooklyn dun, dun, being dun, the one year anniversary dun, of uh, dun, dun, the Undisputed dun, Era. So it's, we're dun, coming up on the one year birthday of Undisputed Era. We'll save that for the end of the show. Boom! Yeah, Undisputed Era, they're great. I love them. They're cool. I mean, they're they're good. Some might say one of the best things going in all of NXT right now. Some might say. Some might say. Uh, next up, we have Kyrie Sane versus Aaliyah. Um, Holy shit, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. So, Angry Kyrie Sane does things to me. Uh, first off, I just want to say LOL at Kyle the Superfan. Yeah, uh, for giving Aaliyah the um, talk to the hand because he's just so animated. He's just like he was like talk to the hand mm-hmm. when Aaliyah was walking down. It was just it was funny little spot. How anyway. long? How long do you? Yeah, go ahead. No, what? How long do you see Aaliyah in the company for? <sighs> she's been there a 
She's been there since the Bailey days, man. Yeah, I just think if they're just all they're gonna do is just trot her out for for like being fish food for the faces. And she seemed like she was a face for a minute, and uh, when she first started. Do you remember Breaking Ground? Was she in Breaking Ground? She was a subject on Breaking Ground. Him and no, her and Tino Sabatelli. Ooh, like I think like and and um, uh, who's that tough enough guy with the alligator? Who's into alligators? Who lives in a trailer park? Patrick. Who lives in a uh, trailer? Adam Rose. No, he talked like this all the time. I don't know. He was a fat guy. Kind of looks like the 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 fat guy from Shaun of the Dead. I don't know. Fuck. Zizi? Is that his name? I don't know. I've never heard of the guy. Anyways, that sucks. uh, But he got released. Kyrie Sane versus Aaliyah and uh, Shayna Baszler. Oh, I was so excited about this. Shayna Baszler joining at commentary. Sorry, I don't want to peek the microphones. Um. She joins commentary, and she's she's very uh, very confident about this weekend. Like she just she's thanks glad for standing up, and thanks for telling him to stand up. She's great. I love huh? her. I love Shayna Baszler. Looking really tan. Like yeah. they she spent time on the Florida sun before this taping. Uh, holy crap! Uh, eventually, um, Kyrie Sand hit a stretch muffler on Aaliyah. Uh, multiple neck breakers to Aaliyah. A sliding D to an insane elbow. To an insane elbow, to a third insane elbow. Again, fish food for the faces of this Adelia. That's when Kyrie Saint goes for the pin. One, two, and no. Kyrie Saint pulls Aaliyah out of the pin and is looking right at Shayna Baszler right as she does this. Eventually, going for a submission hold that she has called the anchor, which is where she bends backwards. She was looking right at Shayna Baszler while she was doing this. Aaliyah taps out again. Kyrie Saint with a face. Her face just looks like she's going to cry any second, and it's super effective. I like it. I like it. She's trying yeah. to show some viciousness before takeover. Um, I think she's going to lose, but you know we'll get yeah, into that. Yeah, I think she's going to lose, We'll too. get into that on the, at the end of the show. Um, yeah, so next up, we have uh, Adam Cole, Rico- Ricochet Package. It was okay. And one and only. Um, it was okay. It was just... You know, recap of them, you know, how Adam Cole won the North American title, how they were in the match together, how Ricochet thinks that Adam Cole's not defending it properly, yada, yada. I mean, like, you see Ricochet, like, that dude is, honestly, he's the closest thing they have of having, the closest thing they have in terms of just a superhero, you know? Yeah. You know, it went down to his music, and then once you have once you have that vignette of his theme music and him doing the things that he does, like that that front flip to in front of Velveteen Dream, or anytime he enters the ring and then he just springboards to uh, from the top rope and then he does that pose on the ground as that music's playing. I One think Ricochet only. I see. I can see him getting the Finn Balor treatment pre-injury. He's such a dork. Though. I hope. What? You, you like Finn Balor, the biggest dork of all the dorks that ever dorked, and you Finn. call Ricochet a dork, man? Yeah. The, the moment, the moment Ricochet and Finn Balor make love. No. Oh, well, no. I mean, if you call making love have a wrestling, if you consider having a wrestling match making love, I do. Um, yeah, I. No, Ricochet is no dork. <laughs> I'm, I'm somewhat offended by that remark, especially from coming from a Finn Balor fan. Next up, we have uh, the Velveteen Dream in ring promo. He praises EC3 for being smart, clever, and charming. Um, but then he you know, criticizes the fans for, for cheering him on. And uh, yeah, kind of goes on about the whole experience they had last week, the porno 
Shotgun oh, works out, yeah. <laughs> the porno without the porno. Yeah. It's the uh, prelude. Out comes uh, EC3. Foreplay. Oh, he says, uh, what do you say? EC3 now has something that he couldn't buy. That's the dream's attention. And a nice fanny pack, by the way. Yeah, well, EC3 mentions that later in the match, and the crowd goes crazy. Fanny pack, or nice fanny pack. What was the? Fanny pack. Fanny, fanny pack. pack. There we go. That didn't have the right um, method or rhyme. Uh, out comes EC3. Not as tan as usual. It looked uh, kind of calm, actually. Not as uh, coked out as usual. I don't know. EC3 says, set, right when he comes out, says, this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Of course. And, of course. Yeah. The fans were, were hot for this whole this whole segment. Um, EC3 compliments Dream's fanny pack, as you said. Um, EC3 knows that Dream is trying to get into his head, but warns Dream not to uh, because he knows all his games and he... He will win victory after victory after victory after. And then an EC3 cuts him off. I mean, yeah, I get it. Victory after victory. Um, but yeah, EC3, uh, eventually they brawl at the end. EC3 hits the 1% on uh, Velveteen Dream. So we'll see what happens. Well, like I said, we'll talk about uh, TakeOver at the end of the show. Does EC3, does he even know what a comb is? No. No, he's too coked out, dude. Like why he just does a line and then it, no he combs his hair Whoa. and the second he does the line it just it just reverts back to his yeah I think he, I think self. he combs it and then he does a line of coke it's and like, it just stands right back up it's like that scene from Family Guy when like Peter does like crack for the first time yeah. like his face is off camera and then it's his and then like his head rises up and it's just like straight up all his hair's up and his and, like different his yeah. eyes are bloodshot yeah it's just yeah. like that. Um, so EC3 stands tall on the go-home show. Next up, we have a recap of, uh, of the multiple camera angle footages of last week's attack on Alistair Black. Who killed Alistair Black? Who done it? Uh, let's he's see. not dead. I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think <laughs> they he's They killed him and put camo shorts on him. So uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to get some camo shorts now, man. Prediction addiction. Who? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Who Let, attacked? Who I killed quit, Alistair I quit, Black? Who, do you, who, do you who think ran over Alistair who Black? Who do you think it was? Rikishi. No. Um, it could be. Oh, I'm Rikishi going number five. To, I'm going to say. Give me a few people. Give me. Uh, I mean, do you want to just? Are, are we going through that footage? Or we might as well just say like, like it was Kathy Kelly recapping the. Hi guys. Thing. Did you notice? Alistair that, like, Black's dead. No, no, no. Did you notice the first shot of like when Kathy Kelly was introducing like herself and the footage that she was about to show? Like the camera was just super overexposed. Oh, was it? Yeah. Like there was just so much white. And then after they showed the footage, they come back to her and it's just, you know, properly mm-hmm. all the light. Like they did the white balance. Who done it? <sighs> I'm just saying, NX full sale. It's nice to see like production, you know, mess ups, yeah. even in full sale. Like, hey, no one's it's perfect. It's school. Um, but let's see. You had all the, the evidence. <clears throat> so I, say, I would say the person most suspicious would be Johnny Gargano. 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 Um, who would you? Who would be the funnest person? Would be who? Who do you like? The craziest? Like out of all the people there, who do you want it to be? It wouldn't make sense if I choose EC3 because he's kind of caught, he's kind of caught up in the middle of uh, Velveteen Dream. Even though Velveteen Dream would be actually be Velveteen cool. Dream was very distraught. I mean, like that. Velveteen. Oh yeah, because he still he loves Alistair Black. He could, maybe he went in for a kiss and then he pushed him away and then he just he did something like he, um, he couldn't take the rejection. See. I mean, I want to say Shayna Baszler. Champa is too Champa is too obvious. Undisputed Era is too obvious. Candice LeRae. <clears throat> I I mean, it could. She's like, I want my husband to win. Uh, we want that. Cash Sono. Oh no. Uh, 
I'm just now I'm just literally just listening. Like Lars Sullivan, no. Um actually I think it might be Lars Sullivan. Could be. Because he was the fact that he was like so not seen on camera, but then they were like, We just found out, we just confirmed this is Lars Sullivan walking away. And he the fact that he was walking away and this is the first time he's been on NXT TV since Pete the whole Dunn. Ooh. Who done uh, it? Pete Dunn. Uh not Aaliyah. Oh, it could be. Maybe this is her. Maybe this is her spotlight right here. So, all right, CWR. It's Aaliyah. Breaking news: Aaliyah was the one who attacked Alistair Black. Dave Meltzer. Uh, I don't think it was Dave Meltzer. Uh, I mean, it uh, could have been, um, but I just I don't think so. Let's see. I'm just. Well, you think it was the game? You think it was Dean Ambrose? <laughs> but just to like you know rehab on, his arm on his way. He, he was just like, like trying out a, a clothesline or something. It just really hurt him. Uh, who's the Renee Young knockoff? Oh God, Lisa Schreiber. Um, no, I want to say it's uh, suit like okay. heavy machinery. It's heavy machinery. No, they Allie. were filming. Allie. They were filming, and then Allie. they found as soon as it happened. It can't be Otis Dozovich is too much of a kind-hearted individual to let that happen. Allie. Now t- that now that Tucker Knight, I can see him doing it, Allie. but not Otis Dozovich. All right, uh, Scotty too hotty. Maybe it's Shawn Michaels. Could be Shawn Michaels. Like I want you know Gargano. He beat me in a. Uh, abs off, so I'm gonna make sure my boy gets the most clearest chance to win. Man, what if that actually happened? Like Sean, it was actually Shawn Michaels. It was Regal, and Shawn Michaels comes out of retirement to wrestle Aleister Black. I'd be down to see that. You think by he's the way. cute? Next up, we have our main event for uh, NXT this week: uh, Roderick Strong versus Tyler Bate. Really good. Oh, match. oh boy, man. Oh really, boy, really good. Tyler match. Bate, one uh, one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet today. He's yeah. probably like in my top five. Explosive start to the match. Uh, big boot to uh, Roderick Strong. Uh, early on the match, Kyle O'Reilly tried to get involved um, by getting on the apron. Eventually, a backbreaker to Tyler Bate. Exploder suplex to Roderick Strong. Bate with the rope bounce clothesline. My fav- One of my favorite moves and like t- in re- WWE today. It's, oh, it's really it's good. It's so great. It's uh, so great. Tyler Driver, 97. That's when Tyler Bate gets the pin on Roderick 97, Strong. 97. That's the year he was born. How, how does that make you feel? Uh, 10 years older than him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great match, very hard hitting, fast pace, and um, you know, two two greats of the industry right there, Roderick Strong and and Tyler Bate. Um, Automatic chemistry between these two guys, no matter what combination, no matter what day it is, no matter what, uh, no matter how, no matter what they had for breakfast, no matter what side of the bed they slept, mm-hmm. they'll always have a great match, and I will always like whatever they have on the table because they are the best thing going. On NXT right now, Tyler Bates should be a bigger deal than he is. Oh, come on. EC3 Velveteen Dream is the top thing on NXT right now. But then as of right now, but then I can but then the potential for Tyler Bates, like especially going through the years, like think about like think about the landscape of what WWE could be within ten years, and Tyler Bates will be thirty years old at that point. Jesus like Christ. he could be friggin' he could like he could still be there and like either he could end up like an Alicia Fox or a Ty Dillinger where like the years are on them and yet they're still there. But then with that level of Tyler Bate has right now, mm-hmm. he'll only get better and it's only going to be a matter of time until someone takes notice of that. Like a like who knows maybe tri- within the next we don't even know what's going to happen within the next three years of WWE. Like you know, yeah, Vince McMahon's mortal. Okay, I don't care what he thinks of himself. You know we we don't know. So and I, and I bet you that he has taken precautionary measures of you know contingency plans like uh, put his head on a freaking ice uh, uh, frozen tube. sperm 
freezes sperm like put he does he goes all Futurama and puts his head on a disembodied head in a you know a, what a fish bowl and have live off that way and put it inside a robot. But um, I would hope so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But Tyler Bate, none the, nonetheless, Tyler Bate. <laughs> I was going drifting out of there. Tyler Bate gonna be a great. He, he's great. He's going to be one of the greats, and I wish him nothing Bate but the best. Bait is great. Yes. You ever see that picture of... Well, you just see any picture of Tyler Bate without like wrestling at, without wrestling gear. It's just his regular clothes. Oh, he's so dapper. He just No, he just is like he's going to outside lands. Oh, well, yeah. Like that one picture of him, Pete, the British strong style. He's like, 21, yeah. 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 He's so 21. He's such a twenty-one-year-old too. Who's he with again? Isn't he with like Liv Morgan or something? He, well, last I heard, he was dating Liv Morgan. Yeah. He also like slid into a bunch of uh, uh, the DMs of some transgender people. Hey, right on again. And then he was like super like he was out of pocket to like to a point where he's actually kind of out of pocket. Like you're transgender. I don't care. I'm into that too. We should meet. We should you know we should good for him. And like again, the talk. Tyler Bate, ever the aggressive, progressive one. Sometimes he got to get up to get down. Uh huh. Anyways, that was NXT for the week. That was 205 Live. But before we get out of here, guys, we want to talk a little bit of NXT TakeOver Live this week, this Saturday. Five night. matches? Five matches on the card. Oh, man. Not that So big. many matches. So this is going to be, this isn't going to count towards the regular because, you know, I got an addiction. I that is feed, almost a third of the SummerSlam card. I got, I got to feed my addiction, Michael. So let's do a little prediction addiction. It's uh, better than meth. Uh, that's very true. That is that is it is it is better than meth. Um, <laughs> For the prediction addiction, better than meth. Better than meth. Um, so let's start out with the first match, and this will not count towards the regular prediction addiction score for. Um, for SummerSlam, this is the B show because uh, the, this is Jose is not here, but this is for the B show, the B so show. What are we mi- even doing? Mid card title, I call it. I don't know. First up, we have Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Michael, who do you got? Velveteen Dream. I'm gonna go EC3 on this one. Okay. Um, I think EC3. I'd sp- I'm mostly. I'm doing this mostly because EC um, Velveteen Dream lost lost his last match at Takeover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do think that, but I I'd also want to see. I just want to see EC3 win. If EC if Velveteen Dream loses, I can see him um, moving up to the main mo- roster. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain for the NXT Tag Team Championships. I'm going to go Undisputed Era on this one. I, I'm going to go with Undisputed Era on I this one. I don't think they're dropping those titles. They're not going to drop those titles. They're going to go against War Raiders because that's what's always been kind of alluded to. No matter who wins. And honestly, I, the War Games thing, I just I. I'm just, I'm just trying to see how that plays out. I just wish. I mean, uh, and it might it might just be three tag teams if if you think about it. What do you do with a, what do you do with British uh, Mustache Mountain then after that? They're just going to be Mustache a team. Mountain versus Undisputed Era versus War Machine and or War Raiders and uh, War Games. I don't know for the you, titles. TM six one Street Profits. Uh, how many? Teams, yeah. How many? Oh God, Heavy Machine. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, screw TM six one Heavy Machinery. Street Profits. Yeah. The War Raiders. War Raiders. Undisputed Era. There's six, I think. Wait, but how many can you put in a War Games? Oh, no, it has to be three teams of three. Because it's just the way, it's like the way they come out. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Remember Roderick Strong teamed up with Authors of Pain? And he came out with the Authors Talk of Pain. Talk about the most, I mean, of course, yeah, I thought it, that it was made really sense. Cool. It made sense. And like, it was a, it was a good... It was an out of the it was out of the box thinking that you normally don't really see. And I, I could like see it. Alistair Black teaming with War Raiders. God, and them coming out all Viking, all three of them Viking like. 
Yeah. That'd be really cool. He'd look like the he'd look like the elf from uh uh Lord of the Rings with the axe. Forget his name. Gimli. There we go. Next up we have Adam Cole defending his North American NXT North American Championship against Rick O'Shea. Michael, who do you got in one? I got Ricochet. You got Ricochet? It's gonna be and uh I'm gonna say this is gonna be match of the night. I'm gonna say Adam Cole wins the ti- uh, keeps the title, but I, Adam Cole wins. Uh, I think and the speed air is going to get involved somehow. Um, but yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Next up, we have uh, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Shayna Baszler defending her NXT Women's Championship. I think Kyrie Sane is walking out NXT Women's Champion. Did you just say Shayna Baszler was going to win? I did. I yeah. Well, then now that I thought a little bit more about it. When when did I say that earlier in the show? When you mentioned Shayna Baszler. Oh. I mean, we can review. I mean, you could review the tape. I don't want to review the tape. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I did, but my pick, my official pick, is Kyrie. Maybe Sane. I said it. Kyrie Sane's going over. I say Shayna, um, Bla- Shayna, ba- Shayna Blazer. <laughs> she does have a nice blazer on sometimes. It's Not a blazer. It's a leather it's jacket. A leather jacket. She looks so cool. She just. She is cool. Like she seems like a. She seems like a likable person, but then you know she's uh she still associates herself with Ronda Rousey. So she probably she's probably not a good person. Maybe why is that? Because Ronda Rousey's not a good person. Why is that? Uh, do we do we really want to get into that? I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. So Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Uh, I mean, on account of she's transphobic. Really? Yep. And she also doesn't believe. Uh, she thinks there's more to the story. There's more to the Sandy Hook story than what we're led to believe. Oh. Yeah. Also, her. Her husband is Travis Brown, who is a known wife beater. He beats Rhonda. No, the the the, the person she he was pr- he was prior married to. Oh, it's uh you know it's not like the WWE locker rooms listening to this and gonna like despair. Well, I don't know. We did have some hits from Gainesville last night. That's true. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I can I can go all I can go all day about the political leanings of one Alan Jones. Yeah, just don't talk about Mrs. Wendy Styles. Oh no, <laughs> the the imaginary person Wendy Styles. Or talk shit about his son AJ, who's actually named AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, our main event for the evening: Johnny Gargano, uh, Johnny, uh, getting a shot at the NXT Heavyweight Championship, being defended by one Tom Asshole Champa. <laughs> that's such a that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say they're gonna go up really high in a in a in a, in a, in a up on a stage, and then they're gonna toss each other down. They're gonna toss each other down some hole, some worked hole. Have a match before they go high. Yes, they're gonna get they're gonna get them get them get themselves tossed into a worked hole. And if we did episode names, I want you to name the episode that. Tossed into a worked hole, um, like and they both night. and neither of them come back from that hole, and they just they just knock each and other you hear out. A gong and, and then Undertaker holds the DMX title. No, and it's going to be a tie. Oh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a no contest. Oh, oh that's uh, dude. Like the triple threat I know, got New canceled. Japan, New Japan does it all the time. <coughs> I I really I honestly like I'm not I'm not even I'm not even like. 100% behind this match taking place in the first place. Yeah. I mean, that triple threat was a reason why it was so, it, you know, prevented me from saying, oh, they're doing this too early. Well, Aleister Black's in it, so it'll be at least a little bit different. But Aleister Black is out because he had a, suffered a groin injury and um, shoot wise. And someone killed him. Yeah, and someone killed him. And, and someone put camo shorts on him, which is, you, which is a, a, a punishment worse than death. 
And um, yeah, I I don't see this. I see this becoming a no contest. Okay. And I can see them going at it again in November in War Games. Or well, they don't. I, well, I heard. Or uh, they can be in the War Games. Apparently, match. Alistair Black's going to headline War Games. Is I mean, he's advertised. Yeah, the rumor ha- has it because he didn't uh, headline this one. Yeah. So I mean, he he's he is owed a, t- a rematch. A headline because he didn't headline any. Uh, he hasn't headlined as any, champion yet. Yeah. Or any NXT takeover yet. I mean, I would love to see Champa Black too. You know, just by that virtue, I'm going to say Tommaso Champa wins then. I'm going to say Tommaso Ciampa wins by nefarious means. It is a last man standing match, so anything really goes. And mostly due to the fact that I want Ciampa Black 2 because Ciampa Black 1 is probably one of is my favorite WWE match of the year so far. I'm going Johnny Gargano. You just want to go against me that way? Is that uh, one? Yes, and I also believe that... Um, Sometimes he, you got to think these things through. Come on, man. No, it's a, it's a, it's the Game of Thrones, man. Um... I just think that you know he could be the attacker on Alistair Black, so get the title. Then he's like, "Yeah, I have the title. I finally did everything I wanted." But yeah, you did it that by taking so me out of the match. Outside of like the story, they, the direct that just seems super outside the direction they want to take. John, uh, they would take Johnny Gargano in because this is NXT. This is I don't know, man. <sighs> it is NXT. It's if that still, is the direction still, that I'm, then I'm. I can't say that I'm like completely behind. It's what still WWE, doing with man. Him. It's still WWE. Yeah, but then like. Look at, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's I was gonna I was gonna make a Sami Zayn reference, but then every time I mention Sami Zayn, I die a little bit inside. Yeah. What could have been? Let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's wrap. No one up. was born. No, there was. Before Ooh. we get out of here, guys. Okay. Let's. Uh, we have two birthdays to wish today. Uh, turning twenty nine years old is a is a very special B show birthday. They have their birthday on the B show. The one, the only, the WWE Cruiserweight Champion, one Cedric Alexander. Also known as his real name, his shoot name, Cedric Johnson, who turns 29 years old today, born in 1989. So happy birthday, Cedric. Also, uh, turning 31 years old is one of Michael's favorite wrestlers, one Big Kaz, uh, also known as Big Cass. I don't know if you guys put that together. Um, Also known as his shoot name, William Morrissey, turns 31 years old, born in 1987, same year as I, says the Corey. Uh, but for the B show, I guess that's it. Anything else? Um, let's see. Anything else you want to say about NXT? If I didn't remember it, it's not worth remembering. So, all right, yeah. guys, for the B show, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. Sorry yeah. to end our show like that. <laughs> and, uh, we'll see you tomorrow with the new new show. And we got stuff to talk about. Oh, we got stuff. All right, we'll, we'll see you later. Bye. We're working lighter this week. <laughs>